how to maximize your talent, how to maximize your talent. So as I shared a little bit before, you know, um, when God began to call me into maximizing my talent, um, I was very, I had a lot of fear. Um, I was insecure and I didn't see with my eyes, what is it that he was saying? Because you know, many of you, you probably know that when God gives you a word or he speaks to you, it's this big, extravagant, wonderful thing. And then you see how little it's small and all your inadequacies and you think all this stuff like that is opposite than what God has said about where you will be in your life, where you will go. And that's where I, you know, many times I felt uh, discouraged. Many times I was encouraged and full of power. And many times I had to just seek him every single step of the way because I didn't even know how it was going to get done. You know, I'm still on the, on my journey, but when you take your mind in your heart off of just getting to your promise or or maximizing your talent and understand or think about your why you know and if your why is to really share the love of Christ or the why is to really help someone or you know heal someone then it begins the, the, the anxiety and the worry and the fear, the anger, all of those things begin to fade away when you're saying, you know what, this is my life and I want to make my life count. And every day I'm going to strive forward. If it's just a little, if it's just one step, then I, I, all that matters is that God is looking at my life and he is smiling at me because my heart is my heart's desire is to make the best out of my talent, make the best out of my gift. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna definitely get into that. So let's take a look. Let me open my notes here. Yes, I take notes <laughs> because you know um, sometimes we can get to talking and then <laughs> probably so many other things that are you know. So many things that are not even about the topic would, you know, be said and we're not trying to do that. Right. So let's get into it. So when you think about it said uh, to the origin of the word talent. So when we look at the origin of the word talent, it started as a Greek word and the Greek word is, was talenton, you know, and then it was translated into the Latin um, word and from Latin, it was also translated from English. Follow me. So we're talking about the origin of the word talent. And when it got to the, the English language, the meaning of the English uh, uh, origin of the word talent is the unit of weight or the sum of money. The unit of weight and the sum of money. If you also would look into the scripture, Jesus taught about the parable of the talent. So let's take a look at how the word talent was used and how it was translated in, in the time that it was originated. So um, let me get 
the word open. So, of course, we know that the Bible is like the oldest book in the world. And Jesus, he began to teach about the parable of the talents. So it, as you are following, you see that talent, the word talent was, um, it meant a unit of weight or a sum of money. So Jesus, he was speaking and he was teaching from a parable and it was called parable of the talents. So if you um, are following along in the scripture, you can definitely check this out in Matthew's 25, starting at verse 14. So that's Matthew's 25, starting at verse 14. And it says again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents of money and to another two talents and to another one talent, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received the five talents went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. So also the one who had two talents gained two more. But the man who had received the one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents brought the other five master he said you entrusted me with five talents see i have gained five more his master replied well well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful with a few things i will put you in charge of many things come and share your master's happiness he also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, hold on, I'm reading from the Amplified version. And he also who had the two talents came forward saying, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. Here I have gained two more. His master said to him, well done, you upright, honorable, admirable, and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of much. Enter into and share the joy which your masters enjoy. He who received one talent also came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a harsh and hard man reaping where you do not sow and gathering where you had not winnowed the grain. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. It's three o'clock. Here you have what is your own. Uh-oh. But his master answered, you wicked and lazy and idle servant. Uh-oh. 
Did you indeed know that I reap where I do not sow and gain and gather where I have not winnowed? Then you should have invested my money with the bankers and at my coming, I would have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent, so take the talent away from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. Uh Oh, for everyone who has will more be given and he will be furnished richly so that he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have even what he have will be taken away and throw the good for nothing servant in the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So let's take a look at this context in the whole. So, uh, Jesus was giving a parable of the, of talents based on how the kingdom of God is. And if you, and if you haven't realized Jesus is an investor. And so when, because he's an investor, um, he desire, he desires to get interest on what, what he has invested inside of us. So him being a good investor, he wanted to receive interest for what he sold into, um, his servants. So, um, the one that had five talents gained five more. The one that had two talents gave two more. The one had one talent. He began to complain and he went and hid the talent and he didn't make any investments. I mean, any interest off of what was, uh, invested into him. So, oh my gosh, like, I hope y'all are getting this. So let's take a look at, um, the, the definition of talent, right? So it's aptitude, competence, capability, a gift or an ability. So now we're talking about where now the word derived and it changed over time. It's still, uh, well, it changed over time. And when we use the word talent, we use it as a gift or now an ability. So, um, when you take a look at the scripture, the Bible says that, um, you know, all gifts come from God and that we were all born with a gift and gifts come without repentance. So what that simply means is that you don't have to live holy to have a gift. You don't have to. And with that gift, you don't have to use it for God, even though <laughs> it came from God. And, um, that's so powerful if you're getting this. And, um, one thing that I want to just share with you all is that, you know, don't be deceived by, uh, gifts and confusing it with anointing. So you can have a gift or a talent just because God gave it to you. But the question is, did the servant, I mean, did the master send the servant 
right? Um, to go in and get an uh, uh, interest off of his investment. So we're talking about those who were sent out, those who God wants to use. He, matter of fact, he wants to use everyone and he gives everyone a gift, but not everyone takes that gift to glorify him. Not everyone takes that talent that he gave to bring souls into his kingdom. Everybody does did it doesn't um, take the talent, the gift of God and begin to, um, you know, give, give back the, the father, his interest. So when you think about it, that's so amazing y'all because, um, like, um, there's people out there, you know, we are, we all say, well, I'm so gifted. Oh, glory to God. But, and then there's some people that say, you know what? I'm gifted. It's all about me. And that this, 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 this gift, this talent is going to make me some money, right? This gifting talent is going to give me fame, but I don't have to give that fame back to God. And, and, you know, but when we receive our rewards, we say, oh, I just want to thank God. Right. So, um, so the gift doesn't come, um, when God gives you a gift, it doesn't mean you have to repent in order to receive it. He's just a good God. And also, um, he, the, in the Bible, it says that your gifts will make room for you. So your talent will make room for you. That means that your talent will give you uh, opportunities and it will afford you open doors and it will bring you sums of money. Um, and so that's why God has, has given us those gifts. And with those gifts, it should yield you interest or yield you increase, right? And the Bible also says, that God has given us the power to gain wealth. So even when you're looking at those who um, are wealthy and, and then you see some people who are poor and the difference between wealthy and poor, they both have gifts and talents, but it's the, it's the tenacity, it's the willingness, it is the power to begin to access and activate that gift or that talent and and make that interest or that increase on what was already sold and deposited in you now i'm pretty sure when you take a look at those three servants they all were living in the world right so they all had i'm guarantee you that some had uh you know hindrances come against them some I'm pretty sure they all had hurts I'm pretty sure they all had disappointments I'm pretty sure that some of them had fear um, some of them um, probably struggled with low self-esteem and this is a great example here if you if you was to get this that even when we was in the pandemic there were there were people who were on nine to five jobs, right? But a, a level of fear and, um, you know, a tragedy uh, pushed them into a place of entrepreneurship. But then you had some people who, where the, the tragedy or the, the fear um, to survive, it began to put them into a place of depression and um, put them into a place where they lost everything. And so, 
we're talking about the mental fortitude. We're talking about the tenacity. We're talking about um, the the being able to be in a position where the 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 Lord uh, is giving you the ability to go out. In other words, He's sending you, right? So whatever talent or whatever gift you have, His goal, right, is for whatever for you, whatever talent you have. His desire is where if you are a hairstylist, if you are a music artist, or if you are a photographer, doctor, lawyer, because even when you look at, um, a talent, it could, a talent could be something you're born with, but it also can be a skill that you attain, right? So if you uh, attain the, the, the skill of dentistry or, um, whatever it is that you can do with your hands or being a contractor or things like that, God wants to use you to bring him back interest. And what is that interest? He wants uh, he wants an increase of souls being saved. He wants an increase of interest of love, interest of patience, interest of joy being spread it out, interest of, okay, if you have a lot of knowledge, wisdom, understanding, he wants you to give interest with other people who are un- maybe unlearned and for you to give, have enough care and love to begin to teach them what he taught you. So, that's also very important. Um, and then now when you take a look at the servant that had the one talent, right? Um, he took it and hid it and he, com- and, 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 and he complained, right? So that's a, a showing a, a heart condition of saying, you know what? life is not working out for me and it's because of you. So there's a pointing, a pointing of the finger. There's uh, complaining. There is, um, and Jesus talked about the, uh, the servant saying, you know, you're lazy, you know, um, for many of you don't know that when you, when you know that you're supposed to be doing something great and you make a decision to sit on the couch and <laughs> watch TV, or you're not really active and you're not really on fire for whatever it is that you know that your God given talent is, or you know that um, you can be doing to better your life. Um, God says that even laziness is a sin. Did you know that? So in other words, wherever you go in life, um, God is looking for that increase. I don't know about you. I'm not, I I refuse to want to use my talents for my own gain because when you really look at it at all the, all the wealth that Solomon had, right? The Bible says that he was the richest man in the world. Let me ask you a question. Where is Solomon now? Where did all that riches, where, where, where is all the riches that he gained now? Um, he was buried. Even if you're buried with gold and silver, or if he was buried with gold and silver, you cannot take that with you. The only thing that is really going to remain is your soul is your relationship what with the Lord with the Father with the master that had is gone for a little while but is soon to return so when you look at that it's like what is it what is real currency come on now come on now come on 
What is real currency when you think about it? Um, is it what you the financial gain, or is it peace? Is it love? Is it uh, the uh, the souls, the, the the lives that you save? So this is so important, right? So if God sold into you, if He's the investor and He sold into you love. Can you give some love? Can you make some interest on that love? If God invested into you and you know he saved your life, can you save another life? I'm pretty sure you got friends, family going through hell, right? Um, But sometimes some of us, we don't want to get involved and we remain silent. But you know what you can do? You can ask God and say, what is it that I can do to make the impact? Because sometimes God may not always want you to say something, right? So, um... And one other thing that I want to show you too is the the importance of God giving to that servant according to what their own ability. Oh God, here we go. So that means that God is fair, right? He would never put more on you than what you can bear. And whatever capacity he has given you or whatever ability he has given you, you have the ability to do what he's telling you to do. So you can't say it's too hard. You can't say that you can't do it. And But I want to talk to some people out there because in my time of prayer, right, God was talking to me about people who uh, they, they are not going in their own ability, but they're trying to extend their, uh, in other words, how can you say it? Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness they want to do the works of someone else's ability that God has given the other person and not for them. Oh my God, if you don't get this. So for example, God may tell you, uh, give you an assignment, right? And then you, but in your assignment is like, you know, behind the scenes, but you're making change. You got a, uh, you got income, like you're making a change in life. You got an income, you, you're doing good. You're happy. You're walking in the joy of the Lord. But then you may look at a br- brother in Christ or a sister in Christ or, um, someone else. And you may see like, um, God has given them, uh, you know, something where they're more seen and out in the open. And because you may be dealing with something in your heart, um, where you may want to be seen and heard, then you saying, okay, God has, has called me to do what they're doing and it. I have my own ability, but now I'm trying to uh, extend my ability. Oh God, in a, in a place and in a position that I, I am not equipped for that. I'm not even anointed for. And what happens is y'all, you have people that are depressed, people that are causing God's babes to stumble and you you have even some people are so vexed and destroyed by the devil where they want to commit suicide. Some of them have even committed suicide because they are not anointed or equipped in their, in the ability that God get, uh, has given them for the assignment. Oh my God. I hope y'all getting this. So why am I saying that to you y'all? Because, um, I don't know. For some reason, we have the tendency to be wanting to do things that, that in other words, what God does is not enough or what he's saying is not enough. I guarantee you, if you take the moment and you take the time and you, and you see God and say, you know what, God, I know you made me with a purpose, right? I know you have a purpose for my life. Lord, what can I do uh, or what do you want me to do so that not only that I will have the fulfillment in life, 
right? Because if, if gifts will make, if you're struggling financially, your gift will make room for you. But the question is, are you being led? Are you being led? You can't look up to heaven and you, you, you being upset because, you know, you, you can't pay, make, make your rent or you can't pay your bills because if you take the time to sit and see what he's saying to you, then he'll give you the strategy. What? For your ability and for your talent. Come on now. Mm, 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 mm. I love this. I love this so much. Um, and and it's, it's important to be covered, y'all. It's important to be covered. And I gave two examples. I gave an example of the, the, the servant that was um, going forward on fire and just trying to make things happen, right? But not in their own ability. So that's kind of like uh, the, uh, the, the children of Israel when they were uh, trying to fight with the Ark of the Co- going to the battle with the Ark of the Covenant and God wasn't with them because they were in sin and they end up losing in the battle. So that's scripture, a scripture reference um, that you can read on your own time to be able to you know, um, just get a little bit more insight. So we're talking about the Ark of the Covenant and man, it's like they <laughs> they went into battle and they lost and the enemy took the Ark of the Covenant and many of them died because they went before the Spirit of God wasn't with them. And then the other example I gave was an example of the, the lazy servant or the servant that didn't want to go and they took their talent and they hid it in the ground, right? And um, the, the servant that Jesus talked about being the lazy servant, right? So if you want a scripture reference, you can just simply read uh, the story of Jonah. Jonah wasn't per se lazy. I think he just was so angry at the people of Nineveh that, and he was like, man, why do you want to save them? Man, I don't want to be no, I don't want to be the, your voice father. So I'm going to hide. I'm going to go far away. And the Bible says that, uh, there was a great storm and, uh, Jonah threw himself over the sea. So he was willing to die than to go in his own ability and do and do what God told him to do. And the Bible says that a great fish swallowed him. And uh, then he started to repent. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, so I, I, you know, it's a whole story about Jonah. If you want to, you can definitely read that story. But it talks about uh, one, uh, a servant who didn't want to go and didn't want to bring um, God his increase. So I just get amazed at how many people who are so against um, speaking about money or speaking about talent or increase when it comes to the word of God. But if you really, really uh, read the scripture, you can see that Jesus was the number one biggest boss. He was the number one investor and he wanted and he gave examples of the the parable of the talent. So uh, let's see if I have any more anything else for you um no no so pretty much that's what it is and i hope that uh this blessed you and i really hope and pray that um not only that you you get set ablaze for the things of God, but I also pray that you can see God's love in your life, that you can see that he does have a plan and a purpose for you, and he wants to prosper you. His, and, and all the things that are coming against you, oh, that is a whole nother word. Um, 
you know, like I mentioned earlier, some of them may have had hindrances, hurts, disappointments, um, you know, loss of loved ones, death in the family, whatever it is. Um, but I guarantee you, uh, they were able to press on with God's strength, right? To be able to give God that increase. And remember, he will not put nothing on you more than what you can bear. So I thank you so much for watching. I thank you so much for listening. And this is Golden. And I just hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Take care.